Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlows is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute butt-kicking with love. Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions. As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Now, on to the show. Well, good morning, and how are you today? I am, I'm feeling fresh today. How about Aww, that? that's good. And you look so gorgeous in summer, in a summer dress. Thank you. Kelly Sarlo, mm-hmm. I know you have a name list, so I need one for a female and one for a male. You're going to laugh because I'm, I'm ready with my list, but I'm going to pick two of my favorite characters from Lost. And that is Sun, which is female, and Jin for male. Okay. What's Lost? It's a TV show. Oh, I th- oh right. Okay. I don't know why I thought of dinosaurs. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Maybe. The Lost Ark or something. Disney of like, animation kind of thing. But anyway. oh, no, this is not that. It's not that. Okay. So Sun and Jin. And Sun is female. Okay, so the client is Sun. So she calls in and she says, I'd like to give you an hour. She says, and I want to know about relationships. And I'm looking for, uh, how did she word that? Because the guides came in and said that there were two relationships that she's talking about. One that she's just getting out of, she's finishing, and a person that she's interested in. And so I asked her, I said, I'm hearing that there's two. And she goes, okay, but I'm, I'm looking about the guy that I'm dating. I want to know where it's going to go. That's a commonly asked question for you and I. Mm-hmm. And the spirit guide said, we're on it. We got this. So this, the first thing that they started talking about is that Jen um, is divorced 
and that he has told everyone in the community, including Sun, that um, it was mutual and that the couple just decided, he and his wife just decided that we're going to go their separate ways. That's what he tells everybody. We're going our separate ways. When in fact, she kicked him out. He doesn't want anybody to know he got rejected, which is a huge issue because that is a lie. And he is starting out his new relationship with son based on that as the first lie. Mm -hmm. Not coming forward to say, I've been rejected and I feel insecure, or I've been rejected and I don't know what I did or my behaviors. So he doesn't want to have to deal with any of those things. He's just getting into a brand new relationship with son under the premise of the lie. So I'd like to mention at this point that we are over technology where we can see each other and, you know, Zoom, FaceTime, Skype, those things. And she says, um, so he's lied. And I said, yes. She goes, well, what was the marriage like then? Is it all a lie what he's told me? And I said, I don't know. What I'm going to do is I'll ask the spirit guides to explain what that relationship was like and you can figure that out for yourself. So she just kind of sits back and I asked the guides what that relationship was like and they said that he is a severe people pleaser and that his wife is extremely narcissistic, but that it didn't start out that way. That that got worse over the decades because both of them just went into their corner with their behaviors and patterns and never bothered to get any help. They never bothered to go to a therapist to say, hey, Maybe we should knock on your door and ask you to take a look at this relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Neither of us are totally happy in it. But because they both liked their roles in it, they don't go out and seek any help for this. So she says, I just don't understand that. Can you explain a bit more? So his soul explains that his people pleaser um, starts when he's a child goes into his school system, into some of her sporting and stuff in life too, and into his career. Then he meets her, and I'm just giving like a really brief synopsis, of course, but the people-pleasing gets worse. And what happens here is they have children, and as he people-pleases, she becomes more and more demanding. His wife decides that she just doesn't want to do certain things. She's irritated by the kid's behavior. So if I show irritation and anger, he runs and tries to control the kids. He tries to, quote unquote, clean up the messes, keep the kids quiet, get them to clean up. So he turns them into little people pleasers as well. Mm -hmm. Except that he's got a daughter that's modeling a mom that says, I'm I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to act like my dad, what a wimp. I'm going to act more like my mom. And if I try that and I do make kerfuffles for dad, then he'll have to people please me like mom. Now, I can win at that game unless mom is a power over me. But if mom's not around, I can get away with stuff. Sneaky. Yeah. So she goes, oh, my God. He's not told me any of these types of things. He has simply said that his, that his relationship with his kids is fantastic. And I said, it's not. 
he goes into higher mode of people-pleasing whenever his daughter's around. And she goes, well, this would explain then why I feel jealous of his daughter. Mm -hmm. And I said, it certainly would. And she goes, because he will say he's coming for dinner at 6 and show up at 8. And then I said, yeah. And I said, and when he does that, he'll apologize to you, say what he had to do with his daughter, and you go into your own little people-pleasing person and say to him, oh, well, whatever your daughter needed. But he always tries to make it come out that he's helping and rescuing his daughter, that he's being a good dad. It doesn't come out that his, that his daughter is the same as his wife and that both of them have these narcissistic traits because he doesn't want to look bad to son. But he's creating all of these little messes. And she goes, you know, isn't this interesting that all I had to do was ask you if our relation, where our relationship was going to go and you're bringing me knee deep into the discomfort that I'm currently feeling in it. And some of the gut feelings that I have, and I said, yeah. I said, Let me, excuse me, son. I said, the guys are saying that you're not paying attention to your own gut feelings, that when he's two hours late, for those two hours, the gut feeling is that he's lying to you. Mm -hmm. The gut feeling is that he could be on time, that he actually chooses not to, that he actually could make a phone call, even if he is with his daughter. He could tell you he's going to be late, but he doesn't. He does it his way. And so ultimately, he'll stay with his daughter for two hours, not call you, because he's doing what he wants to do. And then when he comes back, he does the little people-pleasing, the lying and the manipulating to you to trigger your people-pleaser because he knows you've got one. And he knows how this works because he is one. Okay. Isn't that fascinating? Sure. And disgusting. Yeah, actually, I was going to say standard, but oh. I like your words too. Oh, I, I wow. find this to be a very typical story these days, a very typical dynamic, uh, especially as couples are, are splitting up, right? I was just going to say words like tragic and sad, and you came out and blew me out of the water with standard. I, I won't disagree with any of your words. And I won't disagree with yours, but I... It just caught me off guard yeah. that you said that and how accurate your word is. Mm. Yeah. So she asked, she asked me to continue and she says, I, I stopped at that point and said, son, do you want me to let you lead? And she goes, no. She goes, I find that the spirit guides are doing a terrific job of telling me what I need to know. And she goes, and I got to tell you something, Karen. She says, I've listened to the podcast and I hear over and over again that statement where clients have asked you what the spirit guides want, and I just didn't understand it. And then finally, after listening to seven or eight of your shows, I finally realized that people were getting what they actually needed, not what they wanted. Mm -hmm. Because you want to hear he loves you. You want to hear it's going to last. You want to hear... And she, and she says, just keep going. Well, I think the beauty, if I can interrupt for a moment here, is that I'm just going to put into different words what she just said. A lot of people show up and think, I'm going to ask the spirit guides, should I go left or should I go right? And when you say, what do the spirit guides want me to know? They may be standing there more often than not in a session going, 
hey, look at option C over here to the far right. Mm. And sometimes that's the much easier or more beautiful or more authentic path for us. And we think that we're asking a good question about left or right. That's very accurate. And a very, very fair statement. I love it. Thanks. Oh, yeah, I just love how you offered that whole synopsis for them to see how we and the spirit guides can see more options. And that sometimes that's not what they're coming for, but it is what they get. Mm -hmm. And it's not our personal choice or opinion that they're supposed to take any of them. Our job is to be able to deliver those messages and let them do the deciding. And I think what you and I have done with this show is decide that our job is also to educate them that they can leave something to the guides instead of um, struggling to think or like find a good question or think that they're asking a good question. Mm -hmm. The guides can fill in the blank better than any of us can. Mm. Mm. That made me so happy. Mm -hmm. Well, because it's it's support. It's knowing that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, it's the bigger picture. And I think that we feel or we can feel actual importance, actual value when we understand that the guides are more than happy to to respond and answer us versus when we think we have to come up with the question, we have to come up with the options, we have to be responsible for the full decision and that there isn't a bigger picture other than us. I like that. I also like it to see it from the the perspective of the truth that the spirit guides are there because they love us. Mm -hmm. And so when they're offering us C, C comes with love and it comes with the truth. Mm -hmm. And it's typically a hard path sometimes, but it will be the one that will make you the happiest and the safest. I don't often think that it's necessarily the hard path. It's It's, you know, we've had clients who will say, should I go into this program at school or this program at school? And you've said, you know, you're only supposed to take a year off and travel and this is where you're going to meet your destiny or your purpose. And it's like, oh, I want to do that. And it's not difficult. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Yeah, I can agree with that statement as well. Okay, back to you. <laughs> so back to his ex-marriage. They said that he lied a ton in the marriage. And she was like, what? And I said, well... He lied a ton. And she goes, do you think you could just go into that a bit? And I said, yeah. I said, he lied to his partner a lot. He lied in all of the people placing. He lied to his kids in getting them to do things so that they could please their mother. And he balanced. He Sometimes he lied back and forth, back and forth between all of his kids and his partner all at the same time trying to balance all the people placing. And he lied not to be criticized. He lied because his wife went sour in this process. And I don't know if that's just the only word to use, but I'll say also abusive. Mean. Yep. She got sick to her stomach of his people-pleasing. And as a result of that, and I'm not justifying it when I say it, I'm just explaining something. Her... Her verbal abuse increased as his people-pleasing increased. Mm -hmm. And the more that she saw him as a wimpy ass, the worse she got. Mm -hmm. 
And the worse she got, the more critical she got, the more people-pleasing, the more manipulative, and the bigger the liar he got. And as a result, the daughter saw it all and decided, uh-huh, I see what he's doing to mom. And she got in to play the game with her dad almost like another, like she became his other partner. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, Kelly. Do we ever need a psychiatrist at this point or a psychologist for all of them? But they didn't get it. So then I said, so he, he lies to protect himself. He thinks he's lying to protect his wife, but it's not. It's to keep the criticism at bay. He lies to the kids, thinking that he's protecting them. And then everything just gets to be such a mess that ultimately he lies to protect his own ass. And that's when his wife figures all of this out, that he's lying to protect his own ass. She packs up his bag and says, get out. And he says it's mutual. Because he doesn't want to have to tell son any of that story. So son only gets the story of the nice things that he did for his wife and his daughter and his kids and how ungrateful they are or the messes that he cleans and how hard he worked at his marriage and at being a dad. And he's got one child that puts him on a pedestal for all of that and really blows up the happy Father's Days and the Christmas and the birthdays and really makes him look like he's the best father ever. And so son is seeing that aspect of it, that one child saying, dad's amazing, and she's buying into that. And then the guide said, we're going to switch it up now. We're going to talk to son about her own behavior because she's come from her own past relationship where she was with somebody who was unkind to her, not nearly as bad as what Jin has been through. But she doesn't believe there are any good men out there. So when Jin comes along, after she's been dating and doing her thing, um, then that's all they said to me about that. I don't know that in depth. But when Jin comes along, she thinks she's found the partner. He's the one. Because he's meeting all her needs. He's listening to everything she says. He's making sure that he apologizes when he's not showing up. He's doing all of these things that her partner withheld from her. So she thinks this is the one. So she's made her phone call to a psychic to say, is this my life partner? I think I got, I got it. I got him. And she's hearing what a facade it is. And that part of the reason that she's buying into the facade so much is that she's got her own people pleaser that he's triggering. And she has this belief that there are just no good men out there. So when she finds a good man, or what he's presenting as one right now, she, she doesn't want to go through the process of taking time to actually be in a relationship longer to see what's really going on in it. She wants to jump really fast and say, this is my partner, Let, we're, going to, we're, going, we're a couple, before she's actually slowing down and saying, we're dating. Yeah, it's been six months. Yeah, it's been a year. We're dating. We are still not the one for each other. I, I still need time and I'm still being triggered. 
I haven't spoken up yet. I haven't challenged you yet. I haven't said my truths yet. So I don't know because I'm still in my own shit show. And he's clearly in his own shit show. Mm -hmm. So she gets told about the behavior in a past relationship. And I, I think this is really good for people to hear because sometimes, you know, you say, oh, I don't want to hear about somebody's past. Your past is your past. No, it's not. Your past is so your presence unless you've fucking dealt with it. And it's your future because it's your patterns. Unless, as you said, you've identified them and dealt with them. I, when people say this to me, especially when we're doing um, coaching, your past is your past. It's fine. I don't need to go there. Grow up. Oh my God. You mean that's what you actually say to them? Grow up? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I'm so proud because some people would say, oh, that's, isn't that harsh? And I would say it's a truthful statement and it's holding somebody accountable to yeah. a healthy process of growing up. And, and I've said to them like, well, that's a really fun avoidance cliche. Are we ready to grow up now? Oh, I like that too. An avoidance cliche. Oh man, I can think of Patreon right now. My head is just spinning with sips of sanity of... <laughs> hmm of what content we could create to help people learn. Yeah. And maybe we'll just say for our listeners in our book club, we've been, we've been teaching our book clubbers to go through specific books with a healthy highlighter. So one color, an unhealthy highlighter, a separate color so that they can sift through different authors and actually see when things are healthy or unhealthy and not just to assume that if you're reading a book because they're they're a published author that it's all good stuff. Correct. Yeah. You may be re- you likely are reading many many things that are triggering you like these clichés into convincing yourself that you're doing something good when really it's crazy making. You know, I'm going to sit with this one for a second because you and I can't stand the phrase, let it go. Mm -hmm. We hate it. No, my whole body just viscerally responds. Yeah, because it means don't go through a healthy process. Just let it go. Don't go through a process. Yeah. Let it go is basically, in other words, shut up, stop talking about it. I don't want to hear this. Avoid. Or hurry up. Get over it. Yes. It's a whole bunch of things that are abusive. It's a whole bunch of statements that just bring you right to being abused by somebody when they say it to you. Just let it go. Just move on. Because I, like you said, because I don't want to hear this anymore. You're, and you're much, you're much better off saying that. It's, it's a far more truthful statement. Mm-hmm. Or a far better question. So does this mean you don't want to hear about this anymore? Because I'm not letting it go. I'm not done with it. Like, I think it's so good for people to hear from you how you can script a conversation to confront something in a healthy way and then be able to say, thank you for letting me know you don't want to deal with that, but I will be dealing with it with somebody else. Is what This is why I love my job. Oh, I totally get why you love your job. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to Sun and Jin. Okay. Or at least Sun. <laughs> So thank you for saying all of that and bringing such important information to everybody that's listening to this. Thanks. So then if I get back to this, then Sun's guides end her session by saying, Sun, this is a relationship to put on hold. This is a relationship to to step away from and to confront him and say that there are behaviors here, like whatever it is that she wants to say, like you show up two hours late with excuses instead of honesty. 
Um, I'm going to step back. I have my own patterns to look at. And I'm going to go and do some of my own work. And she says, what the hell am I supposed to do? What do you mean go do my own work? Welcome to Buy Sarlo. <laughs> A plethora of tools in yeah. Audible and book format. Right. <laughs> she can go to therapy. Mm-hmm. She can go to um, a healthy friend to start talking about it. She can start journaling. Like yeah. the guides are, are, give her quite a few things that she can do. They gave her Dr. Romani's YouTube channel, which we so promote on this, on our own channel. Um, they gave her tons of things to do, books. They said, how do you want to learn? And she was like, what? How do you like learning? What do you enjoy? Do you want things, like you said, audible? Do you want a video? Do you want a book form? I like them all. You know what? It's all well and good to like them all, but I will specifically say, do you need accountability or do you work well on your own? Because if you know for a matter of fact that you do not hold yourself accountable, hire a coach or a therapist or both. Don't kid yourself. Don't waste your time. 30 bucks here and there on a book is going to be completely useless if you buy them to buy them and they sit on a shelf. Yeah, and, or, and you read them through like in a weekend or a week. And refuse to actually work them. Exactly. Don't do, and don't actually use any of the tools in them. So anyway, this is what she got told. And it was nowhere near what she thought she was going to hear at the beginning of the session. She just sat there and she looked at me and she goes, she put her head in her hands. Mm-hmm. And she goes, this is, this is so good. And I thought she was going to say, this is so shitty. Not what I want to hear. Like I yeah. thought she was really going to go down that road of, I'm gonna, ah. I'm going to quote a Taylor Swift song here. Okay. Both of those things can be true. Oh, that's a smart woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking don't even get me started on Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. So I'm just going to give credit where credit is due. That is a smart woman. Because she's right, both can be accurate. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that she's holding on to the good to know yeah. line that I now love in my life, the good to know. Meaning I didn't hear all of that and discard it and I'm going to go back and I'm going to have my sex and I'm going to get what I want. Versus this is good to know and this is something to think about and I got some freaking work to do and this is not what I think it is. And that is is money well spent and time well spent unless she gets off the phone and discards the whole sh- the whole thing mm-hmm. it didn't look like that to me it looked like son was sitting there going okay cuz her last comment was i'm allowed to call back right this isn't like where i have to wait a year she says some people told me i'm only allowed to call a psychic like once a year and i said i don't I don't even know where that rule was made i said and she started laughing. And I said, I don't know if that was like in a book somewhere. I said, I don't know where, who made the rule up. But I said, as far as I know, it's, it's not a, a legit rule. You just get to pick and choose who you want to be part of this journey to help you get healthy. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to be me, if it happens to be Kelly and Karen, cool. If you combine that with a ton of other people, that's fantastic. You pick and choose what you need. That's how we ended a beautiful session together. Mm -hmm. A butt kicking with love. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlos. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.